This is an Alert USA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, March 27th, 2021. This week in security news, on eight occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding a variety of safety and security matters, most important for this report. On Monday, Alert USA subscribers were some of the first in the U.S. to learn of an active shooter situation unfolding at the King Supers supermarket located in the Table Mesa area of South Boulder, Colorado. In this incident, 21-year-old Ahmed Al-Aliwi Al-Isa of Areta, Colorado, entered the parking lot of the supermarket in early afternoon, exited his vehicle wearing tactical body armor, and began to fire on individuals. He was armed with an AR-15-style rifle as well as a semi-automatic handgun. One victim was killed in a car parked next to the gunman's vehicle, and another was shot multiple times elsewhere in a parking lot. Al-Isa then entered the store and began to fire on shoppers, employees, as well as those waiting in line to receive their COVID-19 vaccinations at the store's pharmacy. Responding police officers reported being fired upon repeatedly by the gunman. One of the first officers on the scene was Eric Talley of the Boulder Police Department, who was shot and killed shortly after entering the store. The gun battle with police lasted approximately 30 minutes, with Al-Isa eventually surrendering and being taken into custody after being shot in the leg. More than one dozen law enforcement agencies responded to the incident, including the FBI, ATF, and numerous local police departments. In total, 10 people were killed in this attack. S has been repeatedly seen for well more than a decade. If a mass shooting incident or other attack is carried out by a white guy, the identity of the perpetrator, including first, middle, and last name, the scope of their social media footprint, and often their home address, is broadcast far and wide, sometimes even before the crime scene investigation is complete. But when it comes to someone of color or of Middle East, North African, or South Asian descent, every effort is put forth to block or otherwise obscure the suspect's identity. Such is the case with this incident. Mainstream media outlets and even law enforcement initially refused to release any information about the suspect in the supermarket shooting, aside from saying that he was a white male in his 20s. As it turns out, Ahmed El-Aliwi El-Isa is a naturalized U.S. citizen who was born in Syria. Screen captures of his social media pages, snagged before being scrubbed by the various platforms, reveal him to be a deeply religious Muslim man who posted frequently on the topic of Islamophobia, the need for increased acceptance of refugees, and his dislike of former President Trump. Another interesting data point comes from Jack Posobiec, a veteran intelligence officer of the U.S. Navy and currently an investigative reporter for One American News. According to Posobiec, who is well-connected within the national security arena, Joe Biden has been briefed, quote, that the Colorado shooter had ISIS sympathies. Further still, according to investigative reporter Laura Loomer, a source within the Boulder Police Department has revealed that the supermarket shooter carried out the attack in the name of the Islamic State. Listeners may also find it curious that the King Super Supermarket is in fact a kosher-friendly store which advertises itself as, quote, your one-stop shop for kosher groceries. Add to this the fact that the supermarket is more than 20 miles away from the shooter's place of residence and that the attack occurred less than a week before Passover begins and an interesting picture begins to form despite law enforcement and mainstream media continuing to state that the motive behind the attack is unclear. In related news, on Wednesday of this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified that Atlanta, Georgia police had detained a man who entered a public supermarket with body armor, two rifles, and three handguns. According to an incident report posted on the police department website the following day, a witness entered the men's bathroom and heard what sounded like firearms being loaded. The witness also observed an AR-15-style rifle leaning against the wall. 
The witness exited the bathroom and notified a member of the store staff, who in turn called the police. When the first responding officer entered the store, the suspect was just exiting the bathroom and was immediately detained without incident. Upon being fully searched, the suspect was also found with three semi-automatic pistols, a revolver, an AR-15-style rifle, and a 12-gauge shotgun. All semi-automatic pistols were loaded with rounds in their chambers, and the revolver was fully loaded. The rifle and shotgun were also loaded with rounds in their chambers. The suspect, 22-year-old Rico Marley, a black male, has been arrested and charged with five counts of criminal attempt to commit a felony and six counts of possession of a firearm during commission or an attempt to commit a felony. Once again, Alert USA urges listeners to maintain a high level of situational awareness as we move into the warmer months. There are many angry people in this country from every possible political and social leaning looking for an opportunity to vent. This is on top of the ongoing threat from foreign terrorist organizations who will soon find it easier to enter the U.S. because of chaos unfolding at the southern border, the dramatic increase in the number of refugees to be settled in the U.S. from the Middle East and North Africa, the lifting of the so-called Muslim ban, as well as the gradual reopening of international travel. Listeners are also cautioned that the Islamic holy month of Ramadan is fast approaching. Each year, Alert USA reports on threats and calls for attacks on Western nations by Muslim clerics, as well as propagandists from a variety of transnational terrorist organizations. Ramadan begins at sunset on Thursday, April 23rd, and ends at sunset on May 23rd. As reported last week, a new threat assessment prepared by the Director of National Intelligence, the Department of Justice, and the Department of Homeland Security warns that domestic violent extremist lone offenders will continue to pose significant detection and disruption challenges because of their capacity for independent radicalization to violence, the ability to mobilize discreetly, as well as their access to firearms. Next up, in public health news, as of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, there were more than 547,000 deaths in the U.S. attributed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus. While businesses are open in most U.S. states, listeners are reminded that the CDC still requires the wearing of face masks while in public transportation and at transportation hubs. In Latin America, Brazil is seeing a catastrophe unfold, and the country is now widely viewed as being the epicenter of the pandemic, with the highest number of daily deaths of any nation. On Friday of this week, Brazil's health ministry reported a record 3,650 new COVID-19 deaths. This is the second record for daily deaths set this week as the virus continues to devastate Latin America's largest country, and the age of those dying is also getting younger. Brazil's health ministry also publishes national statistics on the ages of COVID-19 victims. An Agency France press analysis of data from that ministry found that the number of people aged 30 to 59 represented approximately 27% of COVID-19 deaths over the past three months. This is a 7% increase from pre-December numbers. The increase in both illness and death in younger people is blamed in part on a new Brazilian P1 variant of the virus, which is more contagious and more deadly. Following Brazil, Colombia, Argentina, Mexico, and Peru also continue to struggle with the virus. The European Union also remains one of the worst hit parts of the world. In travel security news, listeners are reminded that last week, the Department of Homeland Security had once again extended restrictions on non-essential cross-border land travel with Canada and Mexico through April 21st. Additionally, the CDC now requires all air passengers entering the U.S., including U.S. citizens and legal permanent residents, to present a negative COVID-19 test taken within three calendar days of departure or proof of recovery from the virus within the last 90 days. If you are still planning travel abroad, regardless of the destination, 
Alert USA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website, as well as that of the CDC, for safety, security, and health considerations. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, Alert USA also regularly recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens as threats, assessments, and travel restrictions can and do vary. You can find more on these and other stories in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. If you are not already a subscriber, simply visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. Alert USA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, March 27, 2021.